Greetings, people of my God. Welcome to worship on this, the 14th weekend after Pentecost. Uh, for our friends who are worshiping online or on the radio, just a reminder to go to our website, which is chapelofthecross.org, and there you will find the bulletin for the service under the resources tab, so you can follow along with the service, and there are options for giving your offering to the Lord as well under the Give tab. Uh, just a few announcements to share with you before we before we start to worship today. Uh, this is a very, very special weekend uh, for Chapel of the Cross as we welcome a couple special guests with us today. Uh, we welcome Pastor Raymond Kaija and Pastor James Odu. Pastor Raymond is right down here in the front. He's been here a number of times before and preached for us and, and shared the word with us and shared about the ministry in Uganda. And Pastor James, I believe, is the first time that he has been here, and he will be preaching for us tonight. Uh, and, and not only tonight, but uh, tomorrow morning, we're looking forward to hearing more about the work of the church in Uganda and Hope Seeds for Souls Uganda at our Bible class between the services. So I invite you to come back for that. That'll start right around 9.45 in the morning downstairs in room 9. And Tonight we welcome Pastor James and Pastor Raymond uh, back, to, back to chapel. This weekend is also special because we're starting some new Sunday school and confirmation and youth classes this weekend, and a number of new adult Bible class opportunities are starting up. So this Wednesday, September 14th at 6.30 p.m., we'll be starting our new Wednesday evening Bible study looking at the New Testament book of Hebrews. And also this Wednesday at 6.30, a new Discovery class will begin. If you remember, Discovery class is a 10-week class that I lead that is especially for those wishing to become members of Chapel of the Cross, but not just for them. It's for those who would like to just have a little review about what we as a church believe, teach, and confess. So all are invited to come to Bible class, whether that be on the weekends or during the week or, or both. That'd be great. So everybody's invited. A reminder, we're, we're asking all chapel members and friends to share a favorite memory of our retired DCE, Dave Funky. There are three by five cards on the table there in the commons area that you can use. And what we're going to do is we're going to have those cards available this weekend and next weekend. And you can write your thoughts on those cards and then put that in the receptacle there on the table. We will then mail all those cards to Dave at his new home in Wisconsin. And we do thank you for your participation with that as we share some love with Dave stay funky. The Mary Martha Guild will be taking pre-orders now through October 9th for their mix and fixins. Uh, you can stop by the Crocus bookstore tonight to see a list of those that are available and uh, pre-orders will be available for pickup at the end of October. So you can pre-order then pick it up later. Uh, we are also partnering with our brothers from Salem Lutheran Church to begin a once-per-week men's exercise group for men of all ages and men of all fitness levels. So our time would begin and end with prayer, and uh, we would, uh, it would serve to, to foster the spiritual and physical and emotional health of the men in our churches and our community. There's a link in your, in your chapel weekly today uh, with, for a survey that we're asking everybody, to, our men, to fill out if we, as we look for the best day and the time, best time to hold that group. So if, if you are interested at all, please fill out that survey and uh, stay tuned for some more information to come. Our elder for this weekend is Stan Sweetie. Stan is standing right there. He's going to greet you at the back door as you leave today. Get to know Stan as one of your elders here at Chapel of the Cross. And God's blessings to you as we worship this day, as we begin by singing together that opening hymn, Christ, the Word of God incarnate. It's hymn number 540, or it's printed for you tonight in your bulletin. We stand to sing it together. Mm -hmm. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Since we have such a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus Christ our Lord, let us with confidence draw near to God that we may receive mercy and find grace in time of need. Have mercy on us, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great mercy, wash away our iniquity and cleanse us from our sin. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Do not remove us from your presence. Do not take your spirit away. Restore to us the joy of your salvation and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Amen. God is merciful and gracious, granting forgiveness through Jesus Christ to all confess their sin. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, since you have called your church to witness that in Christ you reconciled us to yourself, grant that by your Holy Spirit we may proclaim the good news of your salvation, that all who hear it may receive the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. The Old Testament reading appointed for this day is from Ezekiel, the 34th chapter. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock, 
when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines, and in all the settlements in the land. I will tend them in a good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will judge between one sheep and another, and between rams and goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture? Must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet? Is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Must my flock feed on what you have trampled and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you shove with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away, I will save my flock and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm of the day is a portion of Psalm 119, and we speak that responsibly. May my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. May my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. May your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let me live that I may praise you, and may your laws sustain me. I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. The epistle reading is from 1 Timothy, the first chapter. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me faithful, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. 
The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated as we sing our hymn.
Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Our sermon is from Luke, the 15th chapter. I bring you greetings from the Lutheran Church of Uganda, especially our bishop. It's a privilege today to share with you the word of God. And sometimes being lost is something that I know is not easy when you are part of the lost and when you are being sick. One day I lost a son who was staying with me and we have to look for him for a full day. And it was really, really something that touched us for the old time that we had been searching for him. So as we gather here today, seek in yourself. What is it is lost from you? And how have you ever tried to find it out? The Old Testament that we have read in Ezekiel 34 particularly is not worthy. God declares, Behold, I will myself, even I, search for my sheep and will seek them out. I will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and in the dark day. I will seek that which was lost and will bring back that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick but the fat and the strong will be destroyed. I will feed them in justice. Israelites interpreted this to mean that God would seek them when they, to mean that God would seek them when they were lost and destroyed their fat and strong enemies. Jesus' parable imposed a new interpretation. Ironically, in Jesus' day, and even today, people no longer regard shepherds well. Shepherding is a lonely, thankless job, so people with better options fall for other professions. Also, shepherds cannot simply abandon their flocks on Sundays, so their religious observance is at best sporty. A father would not want his daughter to marry a shepherd, and even so, other daughters of today may not opt to be associated with shepherds. But the question which Jesus asked, which of you men makes it sound as if it's leaving the 99 is the natural response? But that is the far more clear. A businessman like me or other persons there would protect his business. We cannot survive 1% and then lose the 99. What can, what can, can survive? We cannot survive 99% loss. Imagine only 1% is lost. In a businessman mind, he will not bother that. But 100 sheep is a very large flock, you know. Most families own only a small fractions of the, of the number. 
A person wealthy enough to own a hundred sheep will likely hire shepherds to watch them. However, an extended family will often combine the flocks under their care of one or more shepherds. And those shepherds are likely to come from the extended family. This application is applicable to us Christians today in our congregations, family settings, etc. How many have left attending Bible studies as we gather here, classroom classes, or even divine services? Have we ever attempted to seek for them or we believe we are better off than them? What of if it were you? How would you feel? How many of us has ever brothered to talk to our own children, brothers, sisters, relatives, or even our neighbors who have left attending church to consider coming back? Sometimes I believe, as I do confess in the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God and in Jesus Christ because it is me to believe. So it is not about any other. For I will face justice or judgment alone. However, here we are all reminded to look for those who are lost so that they are brought back to believe in Jesus. It is not easy for we are once lost, we were once lost, but we are now found by Christ himself. He has promised to help us in all this if only we believe in him. In the same way, when we go out there, our work is to proclaim and rest is his work. I believe we have all the potentials to do that. However, the world in us always drags us back with the fear that we may fail. Please, I am encouraging you each one of us, go and seek for the lost. Look for those who are lost and bring them back into this pen. Remember, he has, cut, he has charged for you through someone. Now it is your turn to do the same. However, a flock this large might be required the service of more than one shepherd. It's a wild animal. If a wild animal attack, a solitary shepherd would find it impossible to defend against the attack. And at the same time, to hold the flock together, it is impossible that the shepherd entrust the 99 to a second shepherd while searching for the lost sheep. Jesus has entrusted us this work among ourselves. And it has been easy for our fellow believers to do that. This is a risk, I know. Nevertheless, because of the remaining shepherd, the remaining shepherd, we will find him himself overextended until the first shepherd returns. The first shepherd takes the risk because the missing sheep is precious to him. He knows the sheep's name and the sheep knows his voice. He cannot simply write off the sheep without trying to help. The risk we have is to protect the word that Jesus Christ has given us and the sacraments. In his purity, because the devil is out there frustrating this. However, remember, we have the Holy Spirit who is always there for us, since Jesus has already taken the risk for us in his death and resurrection. Throughout his ministry, 
Jesus has introduced us to the kingdom of God, a place of upside-down rules. This is a kingdom story which reflects the radical nature of God's love. Ordinary rules of business calculations do not apply. The loss of one sheep breaks the shepherd's heart. So the shepherd searches until he finds the sheep. So, laying the sheep on your shoulders, or Christ laying the sheep in his shoulders, in his shoulders is a mark of the shepherd's gentleness. The shepherd has suffered the loss of the sheep. Now the shepherd rejoices the natural response to recovering something precious that was lost. Thank God we have been found. He and the angels are rejoicing for once. We were lost, but now we have been found. What a joy it will be for you when you are used by Jesus Christ to find someone near you and you find such a person. Jesus himself will be happy for you and so will he not be happy more than when all are in one pen. The shepherd's joy cannot be contained but overflows throughout the neighborhood. Likewise, Jesus' happiness is when we are all together listening to his word and enjoying the Lord's supper together. We need to recapture this love of the lost and celebrations at the lost being found. The scribes and the Pharisees have murmured against Jesus saying, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. They have obviously put themselves into a repentance, into a no repentance needed category and believed that Jesus has compromised himself by associating with those who do not re need repentance. On several occasions, religious leaders in our settings also are not allowed, especially in Africa, to, to be closer to drunkards, prostitutes, thieves, and many others, whom community believe they are nuisance into their setting. Most times, these people are left to struggle with themselves. However, Jesus made it clear Everyone needs to repent, and those who, will, who do not will perish. Therefore, when Jesus speaks of the 99 righteous people who need repentance, we cannot assume that he does not tongue-in-cheek or with ironic intent. The scribes and the Pharisees, like everyone else, desperately need to repent and do I and you. Lastly, remember where you have come from and have a feeling for the other one out there who is not with Jesus now. How painful is it when you see a friend freezing and you don't help him when you have? You have the gospel shared out frequently, those in need, starting from the one next to you. You never know he or she may be having struggles, and you may help. I've come here so that I may help one among you, and I believe 
Jesus is here to do it today. May his work in seeking the loss continue in our communities until he calls us back. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day, for your word to set us free, to enable us to go out there and proclaim your word. We were once lost, but now we are found. You have set us now to go out and seek for those who are outside there, so that we all be together in one pen. May your work continue to be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We stand as together we confess our common faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed.
We stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Faithful shepherd, you are so good to us. Even when we stray from your presence through disobedience to your commands, you bring us back into your presence through the good news that we have received in this time of worship. Grant that we would always treasure all that we possess in the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guiding shepherd, you lead us with your mercy that we, that we may dwell in your presence forever. Salvation is found only in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Enable us to bring that good news of his life, death, and resurrection to all for whom he offered his life. Enable us to open our lips and declare your wonders to the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Calling, shepherd, you desire that all people be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Send out messengers and missionaries to every corner of the earth that people from every tribe, nation, and language would hear the saving gospel of your son, Jesus Christ. We ask that you would especially bless the ministry of Pastor James and Pastor Raymond and Hope Seeds for Souls in Uganda and Mike and Jean Miller and Day Three Seeds as they respond to your call to serve sharing seeds that sprout and grow toward a great harvest for both body and soul. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving shepherd, you care for all who you have made. Grant that those who are broken in heart, mind, or spirit may find refreshment in your presence. Open our eyes to the needs of our neighbor and give us hearts to serve others with the mercy that you give to us all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Protecting shepherd, you guard and bless those who take refuge in you. Watch over the land in which we live, guiding all government servants to act justly with integrity and wisdom. Enable us to live in security and peace. Lead all Christians to be people of worship, prayer, and service, that our communities are blessed by you through the work of our hands. Send us out to represent our Savior in all that we say and do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Caring Shepherd, on this day we remember with sadness the events of 21 years ago, acts of evil terrorism that changed our lives. We continue to pray this day for our President and Congress and all in authority that you would guide their decisions. We continue to lift up our armed forces who bear the sword to protect us against evil. We continue to pray for our police force and firefighters whose work often goes unsung. We pray, Lord, that you would stem the tide of evil in our world. We pray for our enemies, that you would bring them to repentance, that turning to you they may join us in praising your name. And we pray for ourselves, that you would guard and protect us, that we would remember to thank you for your blessings. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Healing Shepherd, you bind up the wounds of those who suffer in both soul and body. Today we, we remember before you J Jerome Tomlin and James Bartell. Whatever the need and whatever the circumstance, draw your sheep into the fold of your care, that they receive the healing that you desire for them. And open our eyes to see your healing hand at work. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As sheep who trust in their faithful shepherd, we bring these prayers along with all the unspoken prayers of our hearts before you. 
And it is into your hands, O Lord, that we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us ever to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our recessional hymn together, Go, my children, with my blessing.